There was a story told to me many years ago. It was told to me by a missionary. And this missionary traveled to Israel. And in Israel, he learned so many things. And one of the things na pinag-uusapan doon are stories. Stories about the Old Testament people. And one of the stories na lumabas doon, na napakinggan niya at kwento din sa akin, it's not in the Bible, but it is a traditional story among the Jews. Nung tinitingnan ng Diyos si Moses, if he is going to be the right person that will shepherd his people from Egypt. So God brought him to the wilderness and for 40 years, he had to stay in the wilderness. But that 40 years was a time of testing for Moses. Would he be a good shepherd to bring the people of Israel out of Egypt? So tininang siya ng Diyos. And you know, si Moses, may mga weakness yan. Maraming kahinaan. Like all shepherds, like all leaders, we all have weaknesses. But sometimes God would test a leader not only to show forth the weakness of that leader, but for that leader to discover his strength as well. So one day, habang nag-aalaga si Moses ng mga sheep, one of the sheep got lost. Hindi niya makita. Hindi niya mahagilap. And like a true shepherd, pag may nawawala, that shepherd hindi mapakali yan until he finds that one sheep. And so Moses searched for that sheep. Hinanap niya, he traced back kung saan sila nanggaling, umakyat siya ulit sa bundok, tiningnan niya, hinanap niya, and for a day or two, he could not find the sheep. Hindi niya makita talaga. And finally, nung umakyat siya sa isang bundok, he heard the shout, the, sh- the sound of that sheep bleating, you know, and he saw the sheep nandun pala, gumagala-gala, mag-isa. And God was looking at Moses, tinitingnan niya si Moses kung ano ang gagawin ni Moses sa isang pasaway na sheep. So most probably, after two days, gaoy kawon at inusoy, it ship nga to, hay siguro maglakita ni mo, hay balbalon kita ni mo to, aking. No? But when God looked at Moses, finally when Moses saw the ship, no nakita niya yung ship, he jumped with joy. He took the ship on his arms and started to kiss the ship. Inahalik-halikan ni Moses. Okay, he embraced the sheep and started to kiss the sheep and he was rejoicing and placed that sheep on his shoulders and started his way back. And when God saw that, ang sabi daw ng Diyos, He will be my shepherd for my people. Okay? Why? Because of the tenderness of the heart. A shepherd is supposed to be strong a shepherd should be brave, but his heart should always be soft when it comes to the sheep. 
I share that story with you because today we are going to talk about the mercy of God. In our gospel today, makikita natin dalawang klaseng tao ang lumalapit kay Lord. And the scriptures, our gospel today, starts with Jesus teaching as usual. And sabi dito, the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Him. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Two kinds of people. There are two kinds of people. One kind is that it will always welcome what Jesus would say. May mga tao talagang, they will welcome Christ. They would welcome His Word. Masakit man ang sasabihin ng Diyos, they welcome it. The second group of people is, they will be offended by the words of Christ. So two kinds. And the first kind who receive the Word of God, you know, ironic, very ironical because these are these tax collectors and sinners. Ito yung mga makasalanan na tao. The sinners, when they listen to Jesus, they welcome His words. They're interested. They listen to Jesus, yung mga sinners. And the righteous people who were supposed to be God-fearing people, they get offended by Jesus. The Pharisees, and the teachers of the law. These are people who know scriptures. These are people supposedly walking in righteousness. But when Christ begins to speak, they get offended. And today we ask that question, saan ba tayo sa grupong yun? Are we the kind of people who, when we listen to God's word, we would welcome it in our life? we would embrace what He is saying. Are we going to be one of those who would sit around Christ to hear Him? Okay? Sometimes we would like to be with Jesus because we would like to be heard. This group of people, they came to Christ because they would like to hear Him. And the other group, with a group of people, the righteous, and they muttered, and they started to judge. You know, this man, paano magiging prophet to? Paano magiging man of God ito? He eats, and he stays with sinners and tax collectors. Amen? They are judgmental, and the other ones, they were with Christ. And today, we look at the Word of God and the message that I would like to show us today through the parable is this. That Jesus revealed the heart of God to all the people. Jesus was a revelation of who God is. He revealed God to the people. And the sinners were interested of God because Jesus revealed God to be a merciful God. Amen? 
kaya yung taong punong-puno na sa kasalanan. A person who is so steep in sin and so overloaded with sin, when you begin to hear the message that God is a merciful and a loving Father to us, that brings hope to you. It is good news. That's why the sinners listened to Jesus. Because of what Christ was revealing to them, how merciful our Father is. The other group, the other group could not hear Christ. They could not hear Him. They did not welcome His message. Why? Why? Because for them, wala naman silang kasalanan eh. We're righteous. And we will never appreciate the mercy of God until we realize in our own life that we are sinners. Pagpalagi nating iniisip na magaling talaga tayo, mabuti talaga tayo, if that is how we gauge ourselves, we will never appreciate the mercy of God. That is why Christ he started to share. He talked about a parable. The parables today, the two parables that Jesus shared, reveals to us the very essence of who God is. God is a God who never gets tired of looking for you. God is a God who never stops forgiving us of our mistakes and our sins. God is a God who would love us in spite of our failures. This is the kind of God that Jesus was showing to the people. And many people appreciate that. Many people become hopeful of that. But there are those who get offended by that. Nagagalit sila sa mensahe na yan. Okay. And why would Jesus share this parable to us? The parable of the lost sheep and the parable of the lost coin. Tingnan natin sa gospel natin today, you know. I would like to read that again for us to really digest what is being said here. Then Jesus told them this parable, Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Does he not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. Okay? Listen carefully to the parable. Merong pinapaabot si Jesus dito. Then again, sabi niya, and when, and he talks about another parable, sabi niya, or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one, does she not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, 
Rejoice with me, I have found my lost coin. Okay? So, two parable talks about someone lost and someone looking for that something that is lost. And makikita mo, sabi dito, in both parable, the shepherd who was trying to look for a lost sheep, the woman who was trying to look for a lost coin, when they found it, nung nakita nila, they start to rejoice. Can you not see a picture of God here? That God delights. Okay? Hindi niya iniisip yung pagod niya, yung hirap niya. No? Kagaya ni Moses sa story natin kanina, imbis na paluin yung ship na yon dahil nagkakalat at nagwawala, pasaway, instead he started to kiss that sheep, carried it in his arms. That's how God is. That is who your God is. He delights. He delights when He begins to find us. When we lose our way and we find our way, God delights, rejoices. He does not get tired of doing that. Sa dalawang parable na yan, binabasa ko palagi ang dulo ng parables na yan. Ito palagi sinasabi. No? I tell you that in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. In the parable of the lost coin, ito rin sinasabi. Okay? In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. In two parables, there is one word that stands out. Kahit anong ikwento natin yung dalawang parable and you know, really look into the parable, there's only one word that stands out. God rejoices over someone who repents. The parable talks about repentance. Amen? The joy of going back to God, the joy of turning back to God. You know, if kung pwede lang sana basahin natin sa more, pupunta na tayo sa the parable of the prodigal son. Mas lalong inalaborate. Pero yung gospel natin hanggang verse 10 lang. And I think, tinatanong ko, sabi ko, sana tinuloy na lang doon sa parable of the prodigal son. But I think, the gospel today, kahit nasa verse 10 lang yan, hanggang verse 10 lang, it's enough for us to already see a picture of who our God is. That God is a merciful Father who delights in us every time we turn to Him. Amen? Hindi mo makikita in both circumstances, in both parables, hindi sinasabi dito, paano nawala ang sheep? Paano na wala ang coin? It does not mention because it does not matter to God. It does not matter to God what you have done. It does not matter to God what sin you have done. The only thing that matters to God is that He has now found you. Amen? 
Yun lang yung nagmamatter kayo. Kaya hindi kinikwento dito, anong ginawa ng ship? Bakit nawala yan? A silver coin. And you know, both of these things, the sheep and the coin, it's of great value to God. Pinapakita dito, yung sheep na yan is very valuable to a shepherd. Alam nyo ba yung sheep na nawawala? Yung shepherd hindi mapakali yan. Yan ang iniisip araw-araw sa isang sheep na nawala. I asked my mother many years ago, malit pa ako, sabi ko, Ma, sinong pinakamahal mo? We were five siblings in the family. Lima kami magkakapatid. And you know, as children, we always compete kung sinong pinakamahal ng tatay at nanay namin. So one time I asked my mother, sabi ko sa kanya, Ma, sa lahat namin magkakapatid, sino ruin mo nga pinakapalangga? Dahil sa bata akong nanay, kung sino kinyo gamasakit. Kung sin o kinyo nga gabi iwon, hawa pa ka ulit. Doon na akong pinakapalangga. Bakit? Yun ang iniisip ko. Lahat kayo mahal ko, pero pag may isang may sakit dyan, ang oras ko, ang isip ko, napupunta lang sa isang yan. Amen? Lima kami magkakapatid, pero sabi niya, ang pinakamahal ko kung sinong nagkakasakit. Sino ang hindi pa umuwi na gabi, gabi na? And it's the same thing with God. The one who is lost, the one who has sinned, the one who has taken off, that is the one person. Sabi nga, the shepherd would leave the 99 behind as if hindi niya mahal yung 99. But you know, God loves the 99. But that one who is lost is so important, so missed, so loved by God that he would go out of his way just to search for that one. Okay? Amen? That is a picture of God for us. A picture that would always encourage us that no matter how much we fail and make mistakes in life, God would never give up on any one of us. He never gave up on me. And itong sinasabi sa second reading, sabi ni St. Paul, of all the sinners sa lahat ng makasalanan sa mundo, I am the worst. You know what Paul did? Paul was a killer of Christians. He was persecuting God's people. Kaya sabi ni St. Paul, he is aware, sabi niya, I am the worst of sinners. But in spite of that, God called me to a ministry of reconciliation a ministry of bringing sinners back to God. Bakit niya ako tinawag sa ganitong trabaho? I am the worst. I am not a good example. When I became a priest and gave my bishop assigned me to a church to shepherd, eto rin yung sinabi ko sa kanya. Bishop, I am not a good example. I have done many things in my life that I regret so much. Sana hindi ko naginawa. I have done so many mistakes. My life was not perfect. 
But in spite of that, God called me to shepherd His people. And I said, how can I? Just like St. Paul, sabi ni St. Paul, I'm the worst of sinners, but God gave me the ministry of reconciling sinners back to God. And in explaining Paul, bucket, why would God choose him? Sabi niya, so God would display His mercy on everyone. So that every one of us who sin, every one of us who make mistake, when we see St. Paul, etong isipin natin, if God can do that to the worst of sinners, can He not do it for me as well? It gives us hope. Sabi nga sa scriptures, God calls the sinners, not the righteous. He calls sinners. The calling that God makes on a person, He does not choose those who are righteous. He chooses those who are sinners. That's why we are told in the Scriptures not to judge people because we are not supposed to judge those God called. Because the moment we do judge those God is calling, we are already judging God Himself. Amen? Amen? So, yung second reading natin talks of Paul. Sabi niya, why would God choose me? I'm the worst of sinners. Then he explains, because God would like to display His mercy by choosing him. And in choosing Paul, God had to be patient. Amen? Pinakita ng Diyos, the patience of God in changing the life of St. Paul. From Saul, the killer, he becomes the saint, St. Paul. Okay? Because of God's mercy, because of God's unwavering commitment, because of God's patience, it was displayed for everyone to see that God does not give up on us. Amen? Jesus speaks of God in such a way He describes His Father in such a way so that we can become God-conscious. If there is one message that I would like to leave you today, kalimutan nyo na lahat na sinabi ko, ito lang yung huwag kalimutan. When we become God-conscious, when we become aware of His mercy, at doon tayo nakatutok, we will not sin as much. But a person who is so conscious of sin, judgmental people, Judgmental people focus on the mistake of others. They are so sin-conscious, and the more we are sin-conscious, the more we sin. Amen? Jesus. He does not mention the sin at all. He does not talk about the sin at all. He talks of a God who is merciful. Why? So we will be conscious of this God. We will be aware of this God. We will be focused on the God of mercy so that we can be conscious of His love for us. And the more we do that, 
the less we do sin. Amen? But the more we focus on sin and mistakes and failures in ourselves and in the lives of other people, we become judgmental and the more we will sin. There's a passage in scriptures that says, the goodness of the Lord brings the goodness of the Lord brings man to repentance. It's the goodness of the Lord. It is the consciousness, the awareness of how good our God is. How loving is our Father. Yes, I have failed. I have made a mistake today. But look who awaits for me. A loving Father with so big a heart that would overlook, would not see my sin and mistake, who only wants me to come, go home to Him. Yun lang iniisip ng Diyos. If all of us would be conscious of that, if all of us can only be aware of how merciful, how good our Father is, we will not delve and dwell in sin at all. Our own sin and the sin of others. I don't care if he makes a mistake. I don't care if he fails as often because I also fail as often. But it does not matter to God. Why would it matter to me? It doesn't matter to God. And it doesn't matter to me. The only thing that matters to God is for us to come home repentance. When we are lost in sin, pag nagkamali tayo, pag nagkasala tayo sa Diyos, etong tanong ko, nawawala ba tayo? Are we really lost to God? Do we really get lost? How many of you say yes? How many say No. How many of you hard-headed will not raise your hand at all? Okay. When Adam sinned, another story, nung nakasala si Adam. Before Adam sinned, the scripture says, Adam walks with God every day. Nag-uusap sila. Ganyan talaga sila ng Diyos, si Adam and God. In fact, Adam was so close to God that he was not looking for a partner. Alam niyo yan sa Genesis? He's so complete, so satisfied, so content with God alone. And sabi sa scriptures, they fellowship together, they walk together, they work together, they play together. That's how they are with, how, how Adam is with God. But then one day, God looked at him and sabi ng Diyos sa kanya, that's not good for you. I, alam ko happy ka na. Alam kong content ka na magkasama tayo. But it's not good for you to be alone. That's why palagi sinasabi ni Bishop, marriage is never man's idea. It was God's idea. And you know, pinatulog ng Diyos si Adam. Marami nagtatanong, paano pinatulog ng Diyos si Adam? 
Paano? Minajik? Pangit naman yan. Ha? Nakakatakot. <laughs> Sabi sa scriptures, and God put him into a very deep sleep. Do you know, pag tinatanong niya ako, how did God put Adam to a very deep sleep? I would probably say ganyan. <laughs> Alam na mga nanay yan. Pag nagganyan na yung nanay, kahit ayaw ng bata matulog, makakatulog talaga ang bata. Paghawak ng nanay. And probably that's how God put Adam to sleep. Pinatulog siya ng Diyos. God enveloped him with his love and Adam just slept. So secure. So safe in the hands of the Father. He slept. He rested. And God took from his rib and made Eve. Okay? So I'm just giving you a picture how close God and Adam is. Then one day, one day, Adam and Eve decided to sin. And in the book of Genesis, sabi doon, when they partook of the fruit that was forbidden by God, their eyes were opened. Their consciousness were open. They were not conscious of God only. They now become conscious of their sin. Yan ang problema ng kasalanan. So anong ginawa ni Adam? When he became conscious that he has sinned against God, the first thing he did was to hide from God. Nagtago na siya. Adam, in his life, before his sin, never hid from God. Wala talaga siyang tinatago sa Diyos at hindi siya nagtatago sa Diyos. Never. But that particular time Adam sinned, he now hides from God. Gusto niyang mawala na sa paningin ng Diyos. That's why I ask you the question, when we sin, do we really get lost in God? Nawawala ba tayo sa paningin ng Diyos? And Adam, akala niya yung puno, yung kahoy, pwedeng magtago sa kanya. Sabi nga sa scriptures, where can you hide from God? When you go to heaven, He's there. When you go to the middle of the ocean, He's there. When you go under the ocean, God will be there. When you go to the deepest part of Sheol, of hell, God will still be there. How can you hide from Him? Can you hide from God? No. Adam became stupid. Yan ang problema sa tao. When we sin, when we live in sin, we think we can hide from God. That is now stupidity because we cannot. Magiging bobo ka lang. That's all. And so when God came one day, Adam already sinned. And when God came, the usual time, the usual place they would meet as friends, sabi ng Diyos, Adam, where are you? Wala ka na. For the first time, nawala si Adam. Adam, where are you? And Adam was hiding behind the trees. And, and sabi ni Adam, Lord, I, I hid. Nagtatago ako. 
And sabi ni Lord sa kanya, why would you do that? Because I was afraid of you, now fear comes in. With sin. Adam was never afraid of anything, of anyone before in his life. He was not even afraid of God. But because of sin, now he begins to fear. And sabi ni Lord sa kanya, bakit ka nagtako? Sabi niya, I, I, I heard you coming, I was afraid of you, and so I hid. And the Lord said to him, why, why would you hide? Sabi niya, because I was naked. Who told you you're naked? We know the rest of the story. Etong tanong ko, pwede ba magtago si Adam? If we sin, can we get lost and God could not find us? Bakit tayo hinahanap ng Diyos? No, I don't think and I don't believe that. God knows where Adam is. God knows where we are. God knows what you've done. God knows the depth of your sin. Kahit walang nakakaalam ng kasalanan mo, alam ng Diyos yan. And alam niya kung saan ka na sa punto ng buhay mo. Tago ka ng tago ng tago sa Diyos. But the issue is not nagtatago ka. The issue is this. Etong tinatanong ng Diyos kay Adam, bakit ayaw mo na magpakita sa akin? Why will you not want me to see you anymore? Because that is the effect of sin. When we sin, we don't want God to see us anymore. That's the issue there. It's not that God cannot see you. God can still see you. Pero ang problema, ayaw mong makita ka. It's one thing for God to see you. It's another thing na Lord gusto kong makita mo ako. I want you to see me. Adam, for the first time, ayaw niya nang magpakita sa Diyos. We are never lost to God when we sin. God becomes lost to us when we sin. Ang Diyos ang nawawala sa atin. Tayo? Hindi tayo nawawala sa Kanya. He loves you. He knows you. He sees you. He pursues you. Yung sinasabi ito, hinahanap ka ng Diyos, hindi yan. Alam niya kung saan ka. But God pursues you so that one day you would wake up and say, I want to be seen by God again. Yan ang inaantay ng Diyos sa atin. And anong ibig sabihin niya na gusto mong makita ka ng Diyos? You know what that means? It means that we are repenting of our sins. Repentance is not just turning away from sin. It's turning toward God and presenting yourself to God again. That's what God is looking for. Bakit ka tago ng tago? Bakit ayaw mo na magpakita sa akin, anak? And the parable today is all about repentance. It's all about the mercy of God who pursues us until the day we come to Him and say, Here, Lord, I want to be seen by you again. Kaya repentance, the process of repentance, you begin to present yourself to God again, to be seen by God. And how do you do that? Number one, 
you do not hide your sin to God anymore. You acknowledge your responsibility for that sin. Yan ang problema sa mga taong, they don't want to take responsibility for their sin. They hide their sin inside. These people are not presenting themselves to God. Ayaw mo makita ka ng Diyos. Kaya yung taong ganyan na ayaw makita sa Diyos, ayaw mag-acknowledge na kasalanan niya, it's always everybody's fault. Kasalanan kasi ni ano eh. Kasalanan ng tatay ko. Nagmauron man ng ako, ay si Papa Abikato, ay watakugin pa eskwila. Si Papa nga to, ay kapintas kita kakon. Mauron man ako, mauron man akong ugali. It's not your fault, it's my father's fault. Ang mauron man lang ako, ay si Father John Abingaron, ay, ay bulok ang batasa ni Father John ngaroon. Mauron man lang ako, ay tungkol ka na. It's my fault. It's your fault. It's everybody's fault. Because we do not want to take responsibility. It's my fault. Come before God and, and tell God, Lord, it's my fault. Si Adam, alam mong ginawa niya nung kinonfront siya ni Lord? Sabi niya, did you eat the fruit that I forbade you to eat? Alam mong sabi ni Adam? Yes, Lord, it's my fault. He never did that. Sabi niya, oh, itong girl, Itong girl mo na binigay sa akin, eh, hey, kasalanan niya. See? That's covering and hiding from God. Why? Kaya natagalan eh. Kung sana, sinabi na lang ni Adam, Lord, it's my fault. Ginusto ko rin yung fruit na yon. Wala lang akong guts. Si Eve ang nag-initiate, pero gusto ko rin yon. Now it's Eve's fault. No, no, it was not Eve's fault. It was your fault. And that's the first step of repentance. We have to take responsibility for our sin. It's my fault. Acknowledge your sin before God. And many people don't want that. It's everybody's fault. Because I refuse to see my sin and acknowledge it. The second thing, sin leads to isolation. When you live in sin and do not repent, do not acknowledge your sin, what will happen? You will now begin to isolate yourself. First, from God. Ayaw mo nang magpakita sa Diyos. You isolate yourself from God. You want to be alone. As far as God is concerned, please, I don't have anything to do with you. Kaya ayaw magsimba, ayaw magpray, ayaw mag-participate sa mga gagawin ng simbahan because he is now hiding from God. You now begin to isolate yourself. The second thing, when you isolate yourself from God, you will isolate yourself from your true self. Lalabas yung mayabang mong sarili. The ego self that will now stand out. Bakit? Sino ba siya? Bakit? Sino ba kayo? That's not who you are anymore. The real self created in the image and likeness of God is lost to you. You cannot see yourself as you really are, loved by God. Why? Because you have now alienated yourself from your true self. You isolate yourself from God, then you isolate yourself from yourself. The third thing is worse. Now you isolate yourself from other people. 
ayaw mo na makisama sa ibang tao. Why? Simply because you would not acknowledge your sin. Number three, life without God is not going to get better. My dear brothers and sisters, sasabihin ko na sa inyo to. Hindi gaganda ang buhay mo na wala ang Diyos sa buhay mo. Your life will never get better if you push God away from your life. Eh marami akong taong nakikitang ganyan. They push God away from their life and tanungin mo, kumusta ka? I'm happy! I'm so happy! I'm so happy! <laughs> I'm so happy! With money, with friends, I can do whatever I want to do anymore. Is that really true? Kung totoo yan, then mali yung Bible. Life will never get better without God. Wake up early and realize that bagong makita mo yan. Amen? You have to realize. Life is not going to get better. It will turn from bad to worse. Ngayon, ini-enjoy mo. Ang ini-enjoy mo ngayon, yan yung product ng pagsasama mo sa Diyos. Kahit na tumalikod ka sa Diyos ngayon, you will still enjoy life at the present moment kasi nagtanim ka ng mabuti sa Diyos nun eh. And you're enjoying it now. But listen, it will not stay long that way. It will turn from bad to worse. God knows. God knows that. And that is why He pursues you. Alam mo bakit hinahanap tayo ng Diyos? Kasi alam ng Diyos yan. Hindi maganda ang buhay mo pag wala ang Diyos. Alam ng Diyos yan. That is why today we focus on these things. We look out on the mercy of God. We celebrate, kasi kanina sabi ko, we will celebrate the mercy of God in our life. We will celebrate His forgiveness in our life because it brings us hope. And the more we are conscious of God's mercy, the more we will walk with Him. And walking with God is, means walking in righteousness, not harboring that sin anymore. If there is sin in your life, you acknowledge it before God, then you turn to God. Amen? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.